about 50% of houses in America are believed to have mold, right? And a, a quarter of us can't break it down. That's a problem, right? Because a family of four, one, statistically speaking, will one family member will be suffering with the issues or the symptoms of mold. This is all indoor air quality. So the cheapest wow. house, opening up your air immediately. And, th and that's just from the volatile organic, the, 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 the vaporization, right? What we breathe in. guys, I have a super cool guest today. I had a chance to meet him just a few weeks ago. He's actually a naturopathic doctor who also focuses on integrative oncology. And he has a really beautiful story that brought him along this journey that I'm going to let him share with you. But we both share a love for healing and nutrition and holistic health in every sense of the word. So his name is Christian Gonzalez and he goes by Dr. G. Well, he doesn't go by Dr. G, but a lot of you guys know him as Dr. G. So let me go ahead and have him join. Let's see. Okay. Let's see if that works. I'm having a little glitchiness in my end. Hi, can you hear me? I can. Okay, good. Okay. I'm so sorry that I, I, I don't really know what's going on with our Wi-Fi, but I think it's a little bit better now. Okay, You're, you're cool. all blurry to me. You look HD. Okay, awesome. Hi. Okay, cool. I, okay, well, I can see more people are joining now. So, um, so Christian, so thanks so much for making the time. I love seeing your face. I hope you had a great weekend. Um, I'm really excited to have you join. I know you can talk about a million things, but for the people that don't already know you um, and know all about everything that you're doing, can you just share with everybody, you know, that a little bit about your journey because it really spoke to me, as you know, since I shared with you mine. Um, and my history with my parents with cancer. So I'd love if you can share with everyone how you kind of got started on your path where you are now. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, initially, I sort of had this intuition in college that I wanted to be in some sort of healthcare. And mm -hmm. I didn't want to go into conventional medicine because I myself was a little put off about the way I was being treated for this chronic strep throat that I would be getting um, around, around college. So it was always just never even really checking my throat thoroughly, asking about my habits for eating and lifestyle. So I was a little bit put off. So I, I decided I'm going to go into dentistry. So I went to dental school for a little bit. And within that time, I was blessed enough to uh, experience a loved one uh, undergoing cancer. And, and when that, when, when that loved one went through that cancer treatment, I was blessed enough to experience the shortcoming of what I saw in the conventional medical model as far as nutrition. And right. this is where Florida vibe, because we have like similar stories. Yeah. Your passion. So that was a catalyst for the passion in your nutrition. And it sort of wasn't mine when it came to nutrition, but overall cancer care. So yeah. at the same time, I was, I was given the opportunity to, to, to see what naturopathic medicine was, um, it came into my consciousness, wasn't even there. And then I found out about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, stars align and when they align, they align really fast. And yeah. is that play, you know, that's just blazing a trail. So very quickly I had moved to, uh, I left school and then restarted in naturopathic school. Throughout that journey, uh, that loved one passed away, but um, I was able to, it gave me the, the strength to go into cancer. 
So, so after that time, I really started going deep into not only how we're treating cancer conventionally, but also how can we go to the root cause? Because there's yeah. not one cause of cancer. There's many yeah. causes, many different, many different genes are hit by different things that we experience in our life. So uh, the root cause, that's, that, that's been a major thing. So one of those root causes that, that I, I learned that we weren't really talking about, especially even in residency when you're in the conventional cancer hospital, is the importance of what we're exposed to in our lives, in our homes, in our office, because that absolutely plays a role. It just, we don't think it plays a role because we don't, we're not exposed and we, we don't just feel it immediately. It's not acute, but right. it's over time, like a little droplet in a bucket over time until it spills over. So this has become a major root cause that we need to talk about, aside from stress, aside right, from right. diet, right? aside from lifestyle, aside from exercise, aside from all those things that we kind of know contribute to cancer. Mm-hmm. What, what, what is something that no one's talking about? And this is why I talk a lot about these environmental exposures. Yes, and I'm, I'm, so, I'm so grateful to you that this is something that you put such a strong focus and highlight on because as you said, you know, people are aware of stress. People are aware of diet and nutrition to a degree, even if they may not practice it until the time comes that they're somewhat forced to. That knowledge is out there, but you are so incredible about your product reviews. He has this amazing podcast, you guys, which we'll definitely talk about towards the end of this. Um, let's check it out. But there's other root causes that can come from environmental toxins, right? What we what we put in the air in our homes, what we put on our bodies. And it's just something that isn't really talked about enough. And so I'm really grateful for you to bring in awareness of that and sharing that uh, with us today because I had a lot of people that said, Oh my God, I need to I need to know about this. I need to learn about this because they're not there just isn't yeah. enough people with your kind of background in particular. Uh, that talk about it. You're mostly getting material from the brands, right? Yeah. Uh, and from ads. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, as you mentioned, part of these exposures in our lives, mm-hmm. as, I, as I was saying, come in the home, come in the office, come in schools. We need to be more empowered at understanding what we can do, right? Like mm-hmm. there are interventions that we can make, small ones, even cheap ones, that make massive changes for long-term health for ourselves and our children. So for me, it's like, all right, if we can even switch over to healthier brands, um, even the health field, seemingly healthy brands, if there's better brands out there or brands that are putting out the feel that they're healthy, but they're not really healthy brands, you know, that Mm -hmm. constant greenwashing, can we just shift over to better products? And this is just from the product standpoint, we're not talking about home exposures or breathing right. in air quality, but the right. stuff that's going in our mouth, the stuff that's going in our skin. This is amazing stuff because when we can make those shifts, then we're, remember that little bucket I was talking about that's filling up, all of a sudden, you know, instead of a drop every second, we have a drop every 10 seconds and then after reducing a drop every 15 seconds until hopefully there's no drops, you see? So what are some of these tips that you can share? I mean, I know you're, you have such a vast knowledge of information more. When, what's going on if people are concerned about COVID, obviously, and they want to be able to keep everything clean, but they also need to be careful about what the toxins are in the products that they're using. What would you advise uh, people? And I know that you have several kind of like tips that you can go over, but. Yeah, for sure. So let's think about this before, any quarantine happened, 
we're spending about 90% of our time indoors. And that's not, that's not really hard to believe because we wake up, we're, we're home, we get in a car, we go to an office, we get back in the car, we go maybe to the gym indoors again, and then we go back home, right? The, the onus on us is to make sure our air quality is the best that it can be. And the problem is this, the indoor air quality can be two to five times higher in pollutants than outdoor air quality. Maybe a little bit different oh. in different parts of the country. You know, LA's air is pretty, pretty crappy. But on average, two to five. But there's other parts uh, of the world, further part, parts in America, where we have e even over a hundred times more polluted. Right. That's especially when we're using these volatile chemicals. So, really important, th the basic stuff. Like, are we thinking about ventilation? When I wake up every morning, every window is open, and I either sleep with them open or I get up and open all of them, because airflow is not only important at removing volatile organic compounds from the air that we get from the rugs, from the beds, from the couches, from from even when we're cooking, the combustion of cooking, what's what comes into the air, but also things like mold, right? We have about 50% of houses in America are believed to have mold, right? And a, a quarter of us can't break it down. That's a problem, right? Because a family of four, one statistically speaking, will one family member will be suffering with the issues or the symptoms of mold. This is all indoor air quality. So the cheapest wow. stuff, opening up your air immediately and th and that's just from the volatile organic the, the 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 vaporization right what we breathe in um and, and i'll get right to like the skin and everything too which i know you asked but um uh air filters i'm looking at mine over there uh we should always really think about having an air filter especially if we have kids right mm -hmm. putting it in a, in a child's home you have to think about who is most vulnerable children the elderly and the immunocompromised children el that will not for the children but the elderly and immunocompromised but mm -hmm. In, the, in terms of home exposures, we gotta think about, all right, look, I have a newborn. We, we, do, we do so much in making sure we set up the newborn's room, right? We paint it nice, right? Yeah. We decorate it, we have new furniture. Unfortunately, if we're not cognizant of what's in that paint, what's, what are the, are the chemicals uh, furnishing or finishing in the, in the crib, what are the sheets made out of? Then unfortunately, that child may be exposed to some stuff that you don't want it to, unknowingly, not our fault, but no one tells us, see what right. I mean? Right. So think about opening the windows, setting up a nice air filter. And I did a whole show on air filters, talking about my favorite ones. So these are quick tips, cleaning out your nice. ventilation systems in your home. Right? We don't think about that, but air is forced airflow from cold, from heater, from air conditioner. Those vents aren't really cleaned. We got to mm -hmm. make sure we're cleaning our vents from mold and from other particles. The dust in there, the dust is really what holds a lot of these chemicals and mold microtoxins. So a clean home is so important, which brings us into the cleaning, right? Like yes. cleaning supplies. And, and if I could just interrupt you real yeah, quick, um, there's several comments about one air filter. So can you share with us the name of your episode that people can go and tune into after this, where they can find out what air filters you recommend? And then yeah, they'll do it again at the end. They, yeah, there's a few. So um, it's, it's called the air, the air Filter Show. Okay, uh, so that's first, yeah. I think it was one of my first ten or fifteen shows. Okay, um, but uh, there's there's a few. I the Air Doctor is a good one. The IQ Air is a good one. Um, the molecule. Yeah. Some people love it. Some people don't. So I but I bring that up. I I I have a um, I actually have a Germ Guardian for some reason here. Now I, I'm supposed to get the Air Doctor here too, but right now the Germ Guardian is like the 
the, the cheap one that I got. Um, when I have a bunch these, of those too. Yeah. So but yeah. Look, if you're on a budget, the Germ Guardian is a great one. But yeah. but it's not going to filter out all of the mm -hmm. compounds that something like an Air Doctor IQ Airing molecule can. So uh, really, about, yeah, you want to invest long term, mm -hmm. right? And think about where you are in your home the most, right? Like if you're, if you're, obviously it's going to be where you're sleeping, but then you can totally move the air filter into the kitchen. Uh, you can move it into, buy one for your child's room. So, so really important, think about air quality. Ventilation and air filters are probably number one. You want airflow. Right now I have my two doors open in the front. There's air flowing always. Um, and if you know part of my story, uh, my health journey is I got really sick with mold two years ago or about a year and a half ago. Yeah. I had all these cognitive issues and I, and I was urinating so much and drinking so much water. I thought I was pre-diabetic. I said, what's going on? Wow. Okay. But, but the cognitive issues, the fatigue, that was major. I think I'm very passionate about helping people with mold because like I said, 50% of homes, that's massive. Um, and, mm -hmm. and. Yeah, and, and we'll see like sinus infections, sinus irritations, mm -hmm. uh, chronic, just chronic infections. Your child's mm -hmm. always sick, you're always sick. And conventionally, doctors don't check for mold, right? Mm -hmm. I, uh, mm -hmm. I just, I'll tell you a quick story. I, had, I have a friend over here. She started getting really swollen, her whole body. And water retention is like one of the telltale things for mold. Mm -hmm. um, so her, her whole body is swollen. I, and she went to the ER to check. I said, listen, we don't know if it's kidney. We don't know if it's heart. It may be, I think it's mold because I know where you live and I feel like it's moldy. Mm -hmm. But the doctor was like, no, we can't test for mold. See, that's, that's the disconnect because you absolutely right. can't test for mold mycotoxins in the urine. So she did her urine test. I'm waiting on it, but I'm, I promise you, I expect it to be really high in various forms of mold mm -hmm. causing that swelling for her. But because it was negative, the heart negative with the kidney. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is how we all have to work together because mm -hmm. mold and home air quality is not something that's really focused in conventional medical school. So it's, but it's massive for all, oh, yeah. not just cancer, chronic disease, asthma. If your child has asthma, uh, eczema, think about what's going on in the home. You have to think about exposures because you can go, you can go to allergists. And they'll say, Hey, your child um, has an allergy to pollen. Here's albuterol and they're doing an inhaler. Right. But it's not going away because the issue's in the home. It's not outside. Right. Um, right. And so I, I'm so glad that you're pointing that out because it's just, again, not, not something that people really think about because you don't see it. You know, you're not thinking about it. You're in your own home, but you think you're fine. And, and there's probably some, some pretty accessible home uh, mold tests that people can do um, as long as maybe having someone come in and and properly test the mold, but I'm, I, and I'm not an expert in that. I would say I would defer to you and have them go to your site and, and uh, go to your account to message you about that. But I'm really glad that you're bringing that attention and awareness to that because so many people have brain fog, you know, and they do all the right things and they, they exercise in their outdoors and, and they get enough sleep and they have the proper nutrition, but maybe they don't realize that it's their air quality that's really um, causing the issue. So, so great that you pointed that out yeah um, yeah the mold the mold is is what i call insidious it's like you don't know what's going on until you have the symptoms and then sometimes mm -hmm. most of the time you still don't know what's going on you may be even diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome right mm -hmm. you may be diagnosed with just dehydration you get, get yeah. more sleep eat, eat better quality foods but you're like 
no doc, I'm brain fog. Like yeah. telling you, like, I can't, I don't, my memory is suffering. I don't have good short-term memory. Yeah. If you listen to some of my first podcasts, I was really mm-hmm. sick with mold, like the first 10 and I, you'll see me like stutter. Cause I can't remember some of the words as yeah. soon as like almond or kale or oat yeah. or like words that you use all your life. Yeah. Uh, but the word recall. So anyone who's really suffering with that, think, thinking that you do, hook up with a naturopathic or functional doctor and they can run this test for you. Mm-hmm. And you could, you could just see it in the urine. I did it in my urine and there was four different species of mold that were up in the 90 percentile, really high. Um, and you can test that. And, and you could also test your home. You could test the dust in your home through an ERMI test. It'll give you an idea. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a quantitative test, but it'll give you an idea about what's going on um, just to see what's going on uh, if, if, there's home, if there's mold exposure. But if there's water damage, in your home. Oh yeah. You can almost guarantee there's water. Yep. If there's leaking of water. If there was ever a water spill and it wasn't properly remediated, you can almost guarantee and just check, check under your sink, mm-hmm. check in your bathroom, around the bathtub, around the toilet. If there was ever a flood, any buckling, changing of color. Mm-hmm. There's people who can come in here and use a moisture meter and, t- and test and look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it's in between the walls and you don't know. Yeah. You can't see it until it starts yeah. coming through. Uh, what are what are um, tests that people can ask for? So, say some people have access to you, um, but let's say they don't, and they have access to other naturopathic doctors um, or just even a conventional doctor. That's all they have access to. What's the test that they should ask for if they want to to have that run to test for mold in their system? Yeah, I can't guarantee a conventional doctor. As the story I was telling, when my friend went to the hospital, they're, they're yeah, that test. Um, but that's why I mentioned naturopathic or functional doctor. They'll have the understanding of what tests to do and how mm-hmm. to, and also more importantly, what to do after. Aside from removing the cause, what can we do with our body? It took me, realistically, I'm about 95% of what I was in. It took a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I, I use all the tools that I have. It's been a very yeah. process. But, you know, uh, like six months ago, I was only 80%, you know? Yeah. Least. Yeah, so, no, I understand that. You okay. can ask for a mycotoxin test. You can okay. say, hey. I think I'm suffering with mold, doc. I'd, le- I'd like a mycotoxin test. It's a yes. urine test really quick. You just, you just use the sample key, send it out, and there you go. You'll get, you'll get your results back, and it'll give you a better idea. Interesting enough, like I said, 25% of us will suffer with mold. So family of four, really three, three members can have nothing show up. And then the, let's say the, the son, who's seven years old, can be through the roof. And right. that's a child having chronic issues with their health. Right. Um, but you can see how I'm painting this picture of how important environmental medicine is. This is Absolutely. this is something that we don't talk about. But, no. but I, I'm looking from the comments. So many people are like, "Do I have mold?" It's mm-hmm. it, it'd be interesting to um, just you can have some more. Listen to my mold episode. I did a show on mold. Yeah. Talk about how oh, you did. Show. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I did a mold show. I'm tuning into that. Well, definitely. And I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm just I I what anyone who's on right now will definitely get mentioned again towards the end what episodes to for, to tune into mm-hmm. where they can get some more follow-up information on this. But, um, and, and of course, talk about your podcast a bit. Um, there was a comment that came in that I thought was interesting where, and I know you have, you want to focus on some of these other products, but since we're yeah. on this small topic, um, someone said, let's say someone's healthy and has no symptoms. Should they still get tested? Um, just, should this kind of like be part of the test that they request? From say a functional or a functional doctor or a naturopathic doctor, because even for me as a nutritionist, you know, I, I run all kinds of tests on people. 
box. Um, mold isn't necessarily a standard test that I run unless you are symptomatic, but I would love your thoughts on, let's say someone is healthy, they aren't, you know, they don't necessarily have symptoms of mold exposure. Do you think it's something that they should just run since it's a simple test? I don't think so. I think it's an expensive test. Mm. I think that I think that really, if you have, if you suspect it in your home, you know you have water damage, mm-hmm. and you know that you have symptoms that have developed, and then you're not getting answers. And mm-hmm. it's a wide spectrum of symptoms, right? It's fatigue, it's sinus issues, chronic mm-hmm. infection, headaches, yeah. you know, memory changes, neurocognitive issues, right? Uh, respiratory. If you find those, then yes. Even if even if they're sort of coming on slowly over time, and you're like, I don't know, I just don't feel right. But right. if you're like, well, damn, I feel great. Right. I don't think the mold one is really one to do. Maybe uh, just an overall toxin test. You can mm-hmm. test for your exposures to different pesticides, herbicides, right. and check chemicals in the home. That's more important, I think, because sometimes we can't really, really feel those. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, again, they're insidious. They, it takes a while. So I think that's a more important test. That's sort of a standard for my clients that I work with. Every year, we'll just check up on and see, all right, whoa. This, these pesticides are really high. Mm-hmm. You can see them go down just by introducing more organic food. Right. You can see right. them go down by introducing just a healthier, just a healthier lifestyle overall, getting their detox functions going on. But um, but yeah, it, it's just that's that's a slow process. But we I want everyone to think about it like this. It's like a giant cup that is filling yes. up, right? Mm-hmm. And and you, Serena, have a different size cup than I do based on genetics for one, and then two, stress. So even if you are genetically blessed with a bigger cup that can handle more, you're, you may be much more stressed than me. And by virtue of that, the cup gets smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. As it gets smaller, it fills up over time more and more and more. What fills it up? Sure, the lifestyle, the nutrition, the, the exercise, the stress, huge ones, right? But also it's, it's, it's our exposures in the mm-hmm. home. It's what we put in our mouth, what we put in our skin, right? And what we breathe in. So, um, and we can optimize that. We can do so much. Absolutely. So, and so you, and that's what you're here to, you know, to share about. And we have, you know, obviously a couple of recommendations of your filters and, the, and an episode that you've done where people can, can get a deeper breakdown of it. Um, and let's, let's kind of dive into some of the other products that, and tips, I get tips that you have for people for kind of creating a more toxin-free environment, at least in their home. That's, yeah. that's, where we're, that's where the start is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's talk about our mouth first. So the food and water. Yeah. Uh, when people say that organic food is not more nutritious, that's false. It's more nutritious. Vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. Um, when they say that organic doesn't make a difference, that's false. You can measure pesticides in the body. You can see the burden of the pesticides on the body, and those are known pesticides that have known effects on the body, multiple systems, including cancer over, over time, right? There are no. Okay. Sorry, I just got a call. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, so I was like, it's me again. <laughs> you so, see that? so for, yeah, you hear me? Okay. Yeah. So, so really, uh, the importance of what we're putting in our mouth is, is like massive. We know this. We, this is why people are like really into nutrition, really into like right. water quality. So go for organic. If you can't for go for organic, look for the foods that really should be organic that use that are exposed to a lot of pesticides, like raspberries, blueberries, strawberries, kale, all the leafy greens, right? Apples. 
Um, whereas the ones with the harder surfaces like watermelon, pineapple, um, those are the ones that we, we don't really need to be. And a better guide would be the Clean 15 and Dirty Dozen by the mm -hmm. Environmental Review Group. I speak about that a lot, but it's a good, handy rule of thumb. All right, so now we know the, now we know what foods to start approaching, cook organic, better quality. Water filters, I did a show on water filters. Please everyone check that out if you're looking to get a new water filter for that reason. And that's more recent show in the past 10 shows, I think it was. Um, there's different water filters and it's important because a lot of these chemicals in water that we're exposed to and heavy metals in water that we're exposed to fills up that cup that I was just talking about. And we don't want to fill up that cup over and over and over. Okay. Mm -hmm. So clean water is so important. So there you go. Water, food, organic water filter. Now, now we're moving when it comes to the stuff. Cleaning up. How about stuff in our skin? That's important to know, right? Like this is, these are, these are things with the stuff in our skin that we can make a really quick change because after we finish using our lotion that we use after the shower every day, maybe the next time we spend three, four more dollars, maybe even five more dollars and get a better quality one. So the, uh, the guy that I always give is the environmental working group, uh, skin deep database. Yeah. And that database is for everything when it comes to head to toe, shampoo, makeup, lotion, toothpaste, deodorant, all of these consumer goods, right? These personal care products that we use so much. Now we have a guide where we can type in and cross-reference what we're using and see the letter grade. And the letter grade will show us how good it is. And if it gets an F, it'll show you why. Not only the ingredients that are in there that give it an F, but also the systems in our body that it affects. Immunologically, allergies, our skin, our mm -hmm. respiratory system, the environment, carcinogenicity, is it gonna, is it predisposing us to cancer? Amazing stuff, right? So now yeah, why not look at all the A's and B's, really just the A's and go, wow, look at these products. I never heard of this. I'm just going to order this instead. So now you have, you start slowly bringing them in more and more and more over time, which is wonderful because all of a sudden you open your cabinet and you have a super clean makeup cabinet. You have clean deodorants, cologne, perfumes, whatever you're using, if you care about that, uh, shampoos and whatnot. And then the last part is like the, what you're breathing in. So cleaning supplies, people are going crazy with disinfectants. This is massive, right? Especially for kids and pets. These are, these are the very vulnerable populations because a lot of these cleaning supplies can get right to their lungs. And we know if you use bleach, that's, that's, a, that's a massive predisposition towards asthma. If your child has asthma and you're using bleach, it's going to make your child's asthma worse. If your child doesn't have asthma and you're using bleach, it, you may, your child may develop asthma because of that bleach. It's an, it's an mm -hmm. asthma gen, it causes asthma. Um, and we know that indoor, if you measure when you use bleach versus outdoor, it's in a parts per billion, meaning it's much more concentrated, much mm -hmm. more than, than a parts per trillion that, that it would be measured outside because it can actually diffuse. So instead of using bleach, think about cleaner do-it-yourself stuff, Castile soap, baking soda, cleaning vinegar, borax powder, mm -hmm. thyme oil. Thyme oil is a disinfectant on par with Lysol when it comes to disinfectant approved by the EPA to uh, for COVID-19, right? It's on the list end, the time off. That constituent in time has been shown to be as effective. So start making, do them at home. You can make your own home cleaner and put time, time oil in it, right? You can get that essential oil. Uh, borax powder, hydrogen peroxide. Easy stuff, right? Because now we, we, we have stuff that we can make at home or if you don't want to make at home, there's other good companies out there. Uh, and the EPA has a guide to healthy cleaning, which is 
same thing as the skin deep database. You can look at cross-reference all your cleaning supplies. But now you have the home cleaning supplies already. You got you got good good intervention. Now your your kids are less predisposed. Your your pets are less predisposed. You are less predisposed. And then lastly, just the stuff in your home, the beds, the the carpets, the couches. See, that's I say that last, right? Because we're not just gonna throw it away. But think if it's time and you're and you're like looking for a new carpet. I just got a new carpet and this is a full wool one, right? Um, but it was it was uh, ethically sourced, but no chemicals, nothing else in there, clean. So I, I talk about these a lot. I did a bed show. Um, I speak about what to look for when you buy home stuff. So it's a lot, but it, but it's it's sort of not like like I said, you can change your lotion, you can change your shampoo in like a week, right? Mm-hmm. You can change your cleaning supplies in a week. The the home stuff, like the chairs, the beds, the couches. That may take some, some time, but you'll be good. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's, it's also one step at a time, you guys. So just like keep one part first. So, so as we referenced, you know, the EWG is great. They have all these resources. Think Dirty is a great app that we talked about, right? And also Skin Deep. So if you, if you just start with like one aspect, you know, so start with just, just your personal toiletries or with your makeup if you're female and then move on to cleaning supplies so just if you it doesn't feel it feels really overwhelming at first if you taking a look around and you're thinking none you know everything is rating high reds or high nine i think that's what he did on on uh on victor skin deep and so just do one thing at a time and and it makes it a lot easier and i think as you were saying christian that you, you kind of get glow in it too you know because you become familiar with certain brands you become familiar with certain ingredients that are very natural uh, and then you'll realize that ingredients cross over. You mentioned the thyme oil. I talk a lot about thyme tea um, that I use for respiratory support because thyme in and of itself is antifungal, antibacterial, antiviral. It's just a great herb and it can be used in all these different ways. So yep. once you dive into that, um, you'll start to realize that some of these ingredients can cross over uh, for the different uses and it'll probably be less overwhelming that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a bunch of questions about EMS. Uh, I'm not sure what you use personally for EMS. So if you have a few minutes to talk about that, there's a few different things that I use, but I wanted to see what your thoughts were. Yeah, so I, I still think that the, the jury is out on how safe EMF exposure is. And there are absolutely people who are more sensitive to EMF yeah. than other people. That, mm-hmm. that I don't doubt, and I've seen it. So immediately I say, if you have children, newborn, uh, or you're particularly sensitive, then it may be a really good idea to just turn it off every single night. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'm particularly sensitive, but I do turn it off at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting, there was a, uh, a, a cell study which showed that mold uh, propagated much faster, right? It, it, it spread much faster in the presence of 5, or not 5G, of EMFs. So really, really important. Wow. To think maybe maybe the combination that makes it more pathogenic or mm. affecting us more is the exposure to um, EMF. So that's that's like the first intervention I tell people before they do anything is at night everything's going off. Just turn it off. Uh, turn off your whole the the whole EMF kit. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think that like the blockers completely work? I don't know. The problem mm-hmm. is that like if you put one on one side of your phone, I I wonder if it just strengthens a signal in another part, right? So I'm I'm not fully sold on those yet. Um, nor am I 
an expert on EMFs as much as I feel confident speaking about the home stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am actually starting to work on a book for oh, all of you. Yes. Amazing. That's actually, awesome. In, in 30 minutes, I'm going to be speaking with the agent. So uh, I, I decided, yes, I'm going to put a book out on all of this. So um, I think it'll be, it'll be much more comprehensive than, than anything. But um, the EMFs, I have to really dive into a ton of research so I can just be like, hey, guys, this is what I think about EMFs. Here's the best things we can do for home for cheap. And here are some things that we can do to protect ourselves and the best. But as of right now, I just do the literally the physical turning off the outlet right now. That well, first of all, I'm, we're, I'll definitely make sure we give you a little bit of a gap. So we'll wrap this up soon so that you can get ready for that. No, Very that's exciting okay. call. No, no. Okay, cool. And um, that's really exciting. So I'm, I can't wait to chat more with you about it away from here. That's awesome. Uh, and then I would agree with you for EMS to you know, turn, turn your devices off, turn everything off. I do. Uh, use certain EMF blocking um, type of devices. I have them on. I have them for my laptops and our iPads and the phone cases. My my take on it is they may not be fully effective, but I feel that even if they're a little bit effective, I'll take it. It's sort of like supplements. You know, you might not get everything out of that capsule, um, but even if you get some and you're needing it, it's still helpful for you. So I have that, and I also. I'm a big believer in crystal. And so there are certain crystals that are that are known for helping to block or thwart the EMF. So I use those I use those as well. Um are yeah. you using Shungite? Yes. I use Shungite. Do you use I know that? what Shungite is actually. I, I was wondering what crystal. So I, yeah, I, haven't, Shungite. I haven't done the research on Shungite either. Mm-hmm. Um but I, but I'm coming with it. Don't worry about it. But oh airplane mode is something that I so me, I always put my phone like at least five to six feet away from me. Uh, you know, sometimes I'll just put it on the other side of the room, but I always put airplane mode uh, when it's near me or on me and when I go to sleep. And by airplane mode, I mean like literally even it's, you could put on airplane mode and leave the Wi-Fi on, but I turn everything off. So it's just on airplane mode. So there's no signal coming. Uh, I don't think that that fully blocks the signal still, but I do think, I do think that it makes a major difference. Yeah. I think it does make a difference. Uh, for and you know you guys can order one of those EMF readers they're at Amazon they're like twenty yeah. or thirty dollars if yeah. you really want to educate yourself on the spots in your own home by your devices that may be emitting frequencies that are higher than what would be considered healthy I mean that's just as a simple device that you can use and then for the Shindai, I don't have one. Oh, it's right here so this is Shindai, and this is supposed to be good for blocking EMS uh, there's also a prescription diet called Royal or Leech diet, and that's what you can put in your water and drink that water. And it's supposed to also help, uh, help with EMF protection with your body. And again, I'm not the full, full expert yet. We'll have to dive into Christian's book when that comes out because he'll dive into Shindai, I'm assuming, and um, see how that works for our body. But that was really, that's really helpful and informative. Thank you for that. Um, are there are there any other like uh, tips that you can leave us with? Because I know we have to let you go, and then I'd love for you to also just talk for a few minutes about your podcast, since I think that'll sure. be an incredible resource for everyone. Sure, uh, I just want everyone to understand that we have this incredible body with incredible detox mechanisms, right? So, at at, at the risk of adding fear, that's not the whole point. The whole point is what we can do to empower ourselves to have a better home, an office, 
or even school, uh, or it, it keep ourselves strong so that when we are in places that we don't have control over, that we have our detox mechanisms working fine. So the other part of this is the education of what's in our home, but also how do we optimize ourselves, right? So right. then, then we got to talk about, you know, that's the sleep. That's, there's a whole nother life. The sleep, yeah. nutrition, the exposure to daily sun, turning mm -hmm. off your stuff at night, sleeping, you know, with, with a, within our cycle. So really, really important that we optimize our body to handle this. Like I said, some people, can, yeah, some people can be in a really crappy air quality home and have no symptoms because their detox mechanisms are just running really nicely. So sweating, make sure you're thinking about how you're sweating every day, whether it's exercise, if you're using an infrared sauna, if you're using a traditional sauna, anything else, um, pooping, you got to be pooping every single day. If you're constipated, then work with someone to help you getting everything to move, right? Uh, breath work is a really nice thing about getting your respiration going. So thinking about breath work, right? All of these things make having our body, they're called amunctories, our, our routes of detoxification optimized. The skin, the breath, the bowels, all of these things that we need to be doing. So let's do that while we do our home stuff too, because you can't do one without the other. You want to optimize both. So that's sort of what I wanted to leave, uh, leave you all with. Well, and then thank you for that. I mean, that's something obviously that, you know, I talk about all the time and share. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm so glad that that's something that I mean, we are totally on the same wavelength, um, about so many things. And so, so for those of you that are tuning in, that tune in a little bit later, Christian has an incredible podcast, uh, that it's called Heal Thyself. And this is, he shares all of this information. He really dives into products, he dives into mm -hmm. supplements. He has all kinds of incredible people that come on. Um, I'll let Christian talk a little bit more about it. Uh, there's like a little friend that's flying around. <laughs> the, I, it, that's okay. There's like a wild dog that's just moving around on my front yard. I, like I, I live in the oh. mountains, but there's just dogs that just come hang out with me. Oh. So it, there was one that was just looking for me. Uh, that's what I was looking at. But yeah, um, I have a podcast. It's a wonderful uh, podcast. I put a lot of heart and soul into it. The whole point is in educating the masses. And I always say for every show, thank, thanking everyone for listening because it takes like putting out that education, but people being like, I feel empowered. I feel good. I feel like I want to tell this to my aunt, to my uncle, you know, to my best friend, spreading that information because when you feel empowered about what you can change, see, there's a difference between saying like, here, here, here's what's going on in the world and just giving this information, but not giving solutions. So right. try to make it a point every single show to give solutions. Like you're eating this, this brand, this brand wasn't too transparent and we found heavy, heavy metals like lead in there. Mm -hmm. Let's just switch it up. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's what I, that, that's what we do. We have such amazing guests. You were just a recent guest on it. We, we talked about the power of food and energy and energy connected to food and intention behind food. I try to get an expansive uh, array of people to come on to talk about the physical health, but then the mental, emotional, and spiritual, because that's all health and healing. It's not just mm -hmm. physical. It'd be foolish to think otherwise. So, um, so yeah, that's that's the show. It's called Heal Thyself for those who have never checked it out. It's you guys have to check it out. And Christian, again, thank you. It was such an honor to be on that show. It was so fun to do it with you. And you guys go to Christian's account. He's Dr. G. Actually, I'm going to let you give them the information because I know there's an underscore somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah. 
but I feel like it doesn't even count anymore because people will find it if you type at doctor.g. Mm-hmm. There's a little underscore there. You want to type it if you want, but it'll come up before that. Yeah, and it's great. He's just such a wealth of knowledge and a beautiful soul. And go check out his podcast too. So I know that there were some other questions that we didn't get to, um, but Christian had a great call coming up, so we're going to let him go. But go to his account, give him a follow, check out his posts, and go check out his podcast because I bet you there's more information than you could even have asked during this time that's on his podcast. It's, it's chock full of information. Everything you ever wanted is there from gut health to lung health to environmental stuff to meditation, anything and everything. So, uh, but we do it for everyone. We do it for the people. Much love. Thank you, Serena, for having me here. Yes. And I appreciate you taking the time out to give me the little platform to speak about what I love. Oh my gosh, you're the best. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, you guys. And we will share the replay on our Facebook group. So go check it out and I'll make an announcement when it comes on. So see you guys later. See you later. Thank you. Thank you.